And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a market outlook for spring wheat. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. There's been a big public response for two GoFundMe campaigns, raising money for Ron and Evan Wedrick of Gull Lake, as well as James Hargrave from Walsh, Alberta. The Wedricks suffered burns and smoke inhalation fighting a wildfire near Tompkins on Tuesday. They are both receiving treatment in a Calgary hospital. Hargrave died in a rollover driving a water truck south of Burstall. 25-year-old Evan Wedrick is sedated and remains in critical condition. His 43-year-old father, Ron, is awake and in stable condition. At last check, the GoFundMe campaign has seen 512 contributors pledging $73,500. Neighbors are taking care of the Wedrick's cattle while the family remains with Evan and Ron in Calgary Hospital. Meanwhile, the GoFundMe campaign to raise money for James Hargrave's widow has generated donations of $44,400 from 551 donors. A grain market analyst is projecting spring wheat prices could see another 25 to 50 cents a bushel rise by next spring. Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions says abundant wheat supplies in Russia are partly offset by Australia's worst wheat crop in eight years. He sees some market improvement as abundant supplies dwindle. One of the big issues right now is uh, trying to figure out exactly what the protein makeup of the CWS crop is. I mean, there's a lot of samples, and the samples as of October 12th for the CGC kind of reveal like a lower protein crop. And that's kind of been a story that's been brewing across the North American kind of media and in the trade that uh, we're low on protein. Now, it's interesting. We ran our own statistics from here. Now, we're not as official. We're not sampling as much, but it does seem that maybe there is low protein, but there's also lots of pockets of higher protein. So, Given that the crop is overwhelmingly a number one, we still think that, you know, the market's going to find enough protein over the year because there's not that much business to be done globally for, you know, 15 or 15 and a half protein. I mean, if you have a 13% protein crop in Canada, that should be, you know, you'd prefer it to be closer to 13.5 and the longer term average is probably around 13.3, but that means you have enough protein to kind of satisfy the market. When we last talked, you said that there's a chance for spring wheat prices to rise. You saw it, if I remember correctly, 50 cents a bushel, but that likely wouldn't be till next spring. Is that still kind of an outlook or what? what is the outlook? Yeah, like I would say the big outlook right now is just that, you know, the Russians are omnipresent in the market. And I mean, the Russian wheat is working into places that, you know, they don't traditionally work into. So in the latest Russian statistics, we saw Nicaragua, Venezuela, Peru, close to 200,000 tons into Mexico. These are markets that traditionally have bought a lot of Canadian and a lot of American, including a lot of Canadian, you know, spring wheat. I think wheat in general has some upside after the, you know, the Russians kind of blow their brains out and kind of get rid of a lot of wheat. Although the Russians do have a wheat crop that's going to persist for the entirety of the marketing year. But I'd say that kind of the better news for from a Canadian standpoint is just that the Australians are going to have their smallest crop in eight years. 
they're going to be less present in the export market in the Pacific catchment where we do export a lot of wheat. And I think that should probably help with, uh, you know, market availability for Canada and potentially put a quarter to 50 cents back into the tradable prices. When? Well, again, I think the Australians would not be harvesting uh, before uh, kind of like, you know, November and December. Uh, Their real kind of tail is probably, you know, they're really active exporters in January, February and March. So it would be some of the business that Canada would be picking up would be kind of, you know, January, February, March. And so I, I think the prices would kind of improve towards the end of February and into March and April. But again, it could be quite a minimal gain a quarter 50 cents and there's no absolute guarantee it happens just because the broader wheat market and again the october WASD that was out last week from the usda just showed this there's a lot of wheat in the world you know record ending stocks close to record production again for 1718 neil townsend is a senior market analyst with farmlink marketing solutions this portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. The annual Regina Farm Toy Show will be held at St. Basil's Centre this weekend in Regina. Farm Toy Show coordinator Ray Storazuk says the show features over two dozen sellers of farm toys. We've got about almost 30 vendors and uh, we are filled to capacity. We have no more room for anyone else as far as vendors go. We have lots of space for all our customers to come in. The show this year is the same uh, location at 1717 Toronto Street, and it's being uh, held on Saturday from 10 till 5, and on Sunday from 10 till 4. And at the location there, we're going to have all kinds of farm toys and displays. There's going to be parts for some of the old farm toys. There's going to be you know, model semi-trucks. There'll be model trains there as well. There's a, there'll be a large selection of that there as well. And there's going to be different kinds of crafts and, and antiques uh, toys uh, of different sorts. So what range of uh, farm toys will we be able to see and just how far back would they go? Well, I'm not sure what, uh, what the people will be bringing exactly, but I know in the past we've had some toys come in that are well over 60 years old. And they are just in pristine and really, really nice condition. And, you know, they're, sometimes they're for sale and sometimes they're there for a display for people to admire and to see what, they're, you know, what was in the past. And the toys that are going to be there from the small little um, 187 scale right up to a large, you know, 116th and 118th scale. And there'll be trucks, tractors, combines, and other equipment? There's going to be balers, too. And there's going to be tractors and combines, of course. Uh, All kinds of different tillage tools as well. Uh, There's one vendor that has come in from Alberta, and he's brought in uh, some seeding equipment uh, in a miniature scale, which is really unique to see. If it's going to be there this year, I hope it is. And what does this stuff sell for? And if anybody has something they want to get rid of, they can bring it to the show? Well, they can do that. Uh, They'd have to come and see me, of course, and I'll be at the front of the door there. But the price range will vary depending on on the vintage of it, uh, how new. And also, you know, with, as we know, their wonderful exchange rate. uh, But, uh, you know, I know a lot of stuff is priced reasonably, so that's why they bring them to the show, so that they can sell them and share them with other people. The Regina Farm Toy Show runs 10 to 5 tomorrow and 10 to 4 on Sunday at St. Basil's Centre, 1717 Toronto Street, Regina. The Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association is holding a series of district meetings this fall with sessions on market information. The District 1 meeting will be in Whitewood on Monday. 
Supper is courtesy of the Cattlemen's Association with policy-setting sessions also part of the evening discussion. A second meeting will be in Strasburg on Tuesday, while meetings will be held in Brock and Melfort on Wednesday. Rounding out next week meetings will be Thursday in Paradise Hill. A District 2 meeting will be held in Weyburn on a week from Monday on October the 30th. The session begins at 5 p.m., supper is at 6, and district meeting and speakers at 7 p.m. A farmer from Saskatchewan has been elected vice chair of the Canadian Wheat Research Coalition. The nonprofit coalition has been set up by the three Prairie Wheat Coal commissions to improve the profitability for wheat farming through developing new varieties and farming techniques. A director with the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission, Laura Reiter, has been elected vice chair, while Alberta farmer Terry Young is the chair. Cale Jeffries of Manitoba holds the secretary-treasurer position. The Canadian Wheat Research Coalition will be administered by a host commission, which will rotate every three years, starting with Sask Wheat. The formation of the coalition follows a recent shift to a single wheat checkoff, coincided with the end of the Western Canadian deduction at the end of July. The coalition will provide support to wheat variety development and agronomy improvements and is looking to expand its mandate with other organizations. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola gained three thirty at four eighty one thirty four. Oats rose ten dollars ninety three cents at one sixty five sixty. Number one red spring wheat increased two eighty nine at two thirty one fifty one. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty twelve. Feed barley one sixty two sixty five. Flax four fifty twenty five. Yellow peas two seventy two twenty nine. And feed wheat. 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down a half cent at 6.15 and a quarter a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, October the 18th. Anyone wearing a hat today, you're getting your exercise. A nice run here today, 26.75 in the short, 225 cows and bulls, a total of 2,900 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 84.85. D3 cows, 62 to 72, the cows are averaging 77 cents. Good bulls, 95 to 105, sales to 107, the bulls are averaging 99 cents. Today in our pre-sort, we're featuring Charlotte cattle. Listen up, here's some highlights on the steer side. Lots of local buyers interested in these little light steer cows. 330-pound steers, $3. 400-pound tan steers, $278. 500-pound white steers, $253. 550-pound tan steers, $239. 650-pound white steers, $227. My favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers, $221. 780-pound steer calves, $218. We had some yearling steers here. 750-pound yearling steers, $196. And yearling steers, 950-pounders, $185. On the heifer side, 400-pound heifers, 237. 500-pounders, 214. 550s, 205. 650-pound heifers, 199. 700-pound heifers, 187. Next week, October 25th sale, we're featuring Semitol cattle, but all breeds are welcome. 
My favorite time of the month again, sheep, lamb, goat sale, this Friday, October the 20th. Sale starts at 11 o'clock. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 142 to 143 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,000 head, selling a range of 145 to 146 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, October 20th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 140.17, Ham's Cash 138.67, Thunder Creek Bricko 129.65, and High Life $140.91 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened up this morning. U.S. cash markets had a strong week as negotiated prices gained close to $1.50 U.S. 100 weight per day on average, far better than the seasonal tendency to move lower by about 50 cents a day in this time frame. New production capacity is a prominent market factor contributing to the counter-seasonal strength, but evidence suggests that domestic demand has also been very good. This week's U.S. export sales report was consistent with the recent trend showing that volume to Asian destinations are down from a year ago, while Mexico is buying close to 12% more than the same week in 2016. The December and February lean hog futures contracts are less than $1 U.S. 100 weight away from contract highs, which when combined with the Canadian dollar seen since August represents an opportunity to hedge forward contract prices at some of the highest levels seen in months. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, wind southeast 20, becoming light this afternoon, the high today 22. Tonight, becoming cloudy near midnight, 30% chance of showers overnight. Wind west, 30, gusting to 50 near midnight, the low 7. Tomorrow, cloudy, 70% chance of showers. Wind west, 30, becoming northwest, 50, gusting to 70 near noon tomorrow. The high 10, the low plus 1. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high 13, the low plus 2. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 10, the low minus 1. Tuesday, sunny with a high of 12, the low plus 2. Wednesday, sunny, the high 18, the low 0. Thursday, sunny skies, the high near 10. The normal high is 9, the normal low minus 4. The sun rose at 729. This morning, it sets at 557 p.m. tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 17. Saskatoon, 10. Swift Current, 21. Weyburn, 18. Yorkton is 20. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 17 this hour. That's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 21. Humidity is 33%. The barometer dropping 99.1. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 18 degrees. Winds are from the south-southwest at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy, 17. That's 63 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.